This is Healing with Haley, Episode 1, Humble Beginnings. Is it possible that they were the cause of your own suffering? Are you seeking thoughts that are preventing you from taking your life to the next level? My name is Haley Kirk. I'm a life coach, mom, entrepreneur, fierce friend, here to show you how to be the hero of your story. Have you ever wanted to try something new, but the thought of doing so is totally new and out of the ordinary and super scary? This episode is for you and just what the doctor ordered. After listening to this episode, you will not only receive the courage you need to take massive action, but receive long-lasting results. Welcome, you guys, to this episode. I am so, so, so excited to get started. I have wanted to do podcasting since 2020. I was looking at the Anchor app, and it, it feels so good to just jump right in. But being the new kid in school, so to speak, um, it's really uncomfortable, right? Knowing absolutely nothing, um, being a total outsider is it's overwhelming and really uncomfortable. I that's how I feel for podcasting. And I don't know any of the tech or the lighting or editing or anything. But you know what? I'm gonna take action. I'm gonna do it and not know what I'm doing, not know what the next steps are, but I'll learn as I go, right? So why I want to do this podcast is to share my story and the story of others and how we can end suffering. I'm very passionate about this. I want to create this podcast to show you how you can truly enjoy life, no matter what circumstances have been presented. I believe my talents and perspective and personality are going to be an instrument in sharing truth. And I'm, I'm very passionate about the truth and it's very important to me. I want to build a platform for humans to come together and improve our lives and live it instead of suffer through it. Welcome to the podcast where we take the quest of putting a death to suffering and a rebirth to your life. My life's experience isn't unique. I know that all of you listening have experienced something similar to me or know someone who has gone through similar experiences as I have. I thought my life was so hard. I was constantly in victimhood, woe is me, life's too hard, all of those thoughts. I didn't know that my life was just full of circumstances. I didn't label it like that before. I didn't see the world where my thoughts were separate from me. I believed my thoughts. I believed my thoughts to be true, no matter what came to my mind, and I learned differently now. And I, I believe that this, to, the distinction between those two is very important. My brain believed the melodrama that was created from my circumstances. My brain believed that circumstances like my parents' divorce, my mom cheating on my dad, youngest brother traumatized by me leaving to college, dean of my college telling me that I might get kicked out of my social work program, two of my friends committed suicide, getting divorced myself, my younger brother being diagnosed with bipolar, after manic episodes, moving across the country, and unplanned pregnancies, and etc. I believe all these things defined me. The thoughts of my egoic mind created this saga, this melodrama, this what was me, this victimhood. There were hours and days where I would spend in just self-pity. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know that we all wallow in the accumulation of all the circumstances that have happened to us. I sought relief, and this is what I discovered. 
the things that happen outside of you are not in our control. Believing that you can control things outside of yourself is the quickest pain, the quickest way to pain and suffering. Hurt people, hurt people. A victim is a dangerous person. Every time I put myself as the victim, I hurt people and I know I'm not the only one. So I want to share a story with you guys about my best friend uh, from college. Uh, she and I had, you know, developed a very beautiful relationship and um, we, you know, we would, <laughs> we would, she jokes around because she was like, Haley, I was obsessed with you. Like I would crawl into your window of your house when you weren't there because I wanted to wait for you to come back from school or work. It's <laughs> like, oh yeah, you did do that. Um, our friendship was very beautiful. It was very fun. It was very uh, intimate. And at some point we had both gotten, you know, into romantic relationships, uh, which ended up being our spouses uh, for both of us. And, you know, when, when you start to you start that honeymoon phase of your relationship. It's kind of consuming, right? And you kind of lose a little bit of grip of the other parts of your life that you had enjoyed before the relationship. So we tried to plan activities together and and you know, one of us one of us would take turns canceling or rescheduling. And um and she brought it up to me that she was like, you know, I really want to spend time with you. I, I really miss you. And I also want to spend time with John, so it'd be great to do it like a double. And there was one time that I had canceled. I, I was just really tired. I was just really kind of comfortable with where we were at. And so I didn't want to go out. And it was creating all this tension, all this, all these times we were canceling on each other. And so the last time I canceled, it was the beginning of October. And my birthday's in October, so I I invited her. We she had made plans to like bring things and anyway so my birthday comes she doesn't text she doesn't show up to help prepare everything decorate i don't hear from her i don't hear from her after i'm blended i'm furious because my birthdays like i'm sure so many of us libras uh is so important and it felt it felt as if she had intentionally sought to hurt me and that's how I interpreted that. And that was a big mistake. So we didn't speak for quite a period of time. And then she reached out to me and she was like, hey, I'm, I'm engaged. I, I want you to come to the wedding. And I was very vengeful at that time. And I told her that I wouldn't make the wedding because I would be in Vegas with my family. And she was gracious and tried to understand. And I was in such a consumption of egoic thoughts that, you know, she's she's out to get me. She's trying to hurt me. I need to put walls up. I can't trust her. And so even in my gift giving, like I had given her these candles that we used to sell in the summer. And she it, they were still wrapped in paper towels and... Oh gosh, it's just, it's so embarrassing how, how petty I was and thinking back on it just really hurts me. Uh, it's a harrowing feeling knowing that I could stoop that low to someone I really loved, but it's the truth. And so 
the day of her her wedding comes and I'm in Vegas and I'm pacing the apartment of my dad and he's, you know, cooking, getting all things ready for post-holiday stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, can I ride a Greyhound? Can I get a, can I get a rental car? And, but then there's this, there's this constant chatter in my brain that's saying, oh, you don't need to do any of that. She needs to feel the pain of what she caused you. She needs to suffer, right? She needs to understand how she hurt you. And so I justified it in my mind that I didn't need to go. And ego won that day. And to this day, that's one of the moments in my life I wish I could take back. And at the same time, I, I understand that's reality. That's, that's what happens. Like If I want to stay in my present full mind, I can't argue with what is. I won't let myself argue with what is and what has been because that in itself causes pain and suffering. So from this, what I have learned is how much, how many times, that's just one strong example, right, of how ego can take over. But ego is constantly uh, possessing us, right, and, and constantly taking over. The real us is that quiet observer, the stillness that lives inside of us, and we're all under the spell of the ego. It's time to wake up. It's time for consciousness to be in charge again. You guys, I am very passionate about the mind and how to make it work for you and also how to turn it off. I think when we can sit in stillness and be in total presence and awareness, that's where we are free. We get true freedom by allowing a present moment, by really embracing the life that is happening in this very moment like now, <laughs> recording this podcast. Um, this podcast is going to show you through my experience and the experience of others how to end suffering. I want to show you your brain, aka ego, is a big part of the brain, and give you tools to end suffering. This is a podcast that will throw you for a 1080 as the Nintendo 64 snowboard game I used to play when I was a child. This podcast will help you to start fresh and truly see the light through a different lens and hopefully can hopefully continue to change the lens over and over again. This podcast will allow you to see the reality for the first time, to really understand what is in front of you. In this podcast, I don't want you to just listen. I want you to sink the message into your soul, into your being, study, take notes, ponder, meditate, take action. This podcast will change your life if you let it. And truly live consciously, presently, abundantly. Welcome to the podcast. If you're looking to change your life in 2024, look no further. I have a coaching program built just for you. Each month, we will dive deep into limiting belief systems, thought patterns, habits, and so much more to take your life to a dream reality. Sign up for my 12-month coaching program before spots fill up. I'm only taking 15 clients who are serious about taking massive action towards their dream life. I'll see you in the program.